Welcome to the Gone Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Howell. And I'm your host, Angie Rogers Howell. What is the Gone Boss Podcast? Well, it's a weekly podcast featuring awesome people in our community. We'll interview them, find out what makes them tick, the cool things they're doing to make our community a great place to live and work, and how they've gone boss. Be sure to check us out at goneboss.com or hashtag goneboss. We're on Instagram at goneboss2k or find us on Facebook by searching for Gone Boss. Today in the studio, we have Cheyenne Reed with Abundance Alchemy. Welcome. I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for having me. No problem. So tell me a little bit about you and Abundance Alchemy and all that. So I started Abundance Alchemy almost three years ago now. Uh, It's a remote bookkeeping and tax firm. I do all things money oriented. I'm starting to get into some money coaching this coming year. But I have a degree in accounting. I went to Ball State. Grew up here. I actually grew up in Eaton, northern Delaware County. We currently live out in Selma, which isn't too far from where you guys live. And I worked in corporate accounting for 10 years, and I loved it. I worked all through COVID because I was in healthcare, and healthcare workers had to get paid. Oh, yeah. But during that time, they let us go home for one day a week. So I fell in love with gardening, and I was like, hmm, how can I garden more and work less? And so that's kind of how this came about. I always loved the the bookkeeping aspect of accounting. And so I was like, I can help other small business owners understand their numbers and start bookkeeping. And that's kind of how I ended up where I am now. So you started this three years ago? Yes. Okay, yep. excellent. Yep, this is uh, my pride and joy. That's kind of building it from scratch. It's me, myself, and I right now. And that's how I plan to be for a little while. But uh, it's grown quicker than I anticipated. So I've met some amazing people. and My clients are absolutely the best. So it's wonderful. Awesome. So tell me a little bit about yourself. You said you're local to Muncie. Yep. You, you're from here. So yep. tell me about your family. Um, so I live with my husband and we have a dog and a cat. We okay. currently have my sister's cat with us. She's living in our barn right now. Um, we are child-free by choice, so it's just the two of us. Excellent. We live out by the, on the White River, mm-hmm. so we have an acre out there. We love to homestead. Uh, we specialize in growing colorful tomatoes. Oh, So okay. all of the ones you can't find in the grocery store, purples and blacks and yellows, and it's amazing. So okay. that's one of my passions. All right. So that gives you time to garden and do all that kind of stuff, yes. right? Okay. And it works out well because about the time tax season ends is when gardening season begins. That's true. So it's, it's a great timing. Perfect. <laughs> I like that. So tell me how you started out. Well, when I was younger, I always loved, like we always had rummage sales and I was always the one that wanted to count the money and Mm -hmm. made sure everybody got paid what they were supposed to get paid. And my dad always told me there's two things in life that are certain, death and taxes. So pick one of those two. And I volunteered at the hospital when I was younger and said, I cannot do that. (laughs) So I went the taxes route, Okay, got a degree in accounting. My mom works at Ball State. So I was just like, Ball State, I could live at home, got my accounting degree. And I loved the accounting field. Uh, I just didn't love the whole corporate vibe. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of what led me to where I am now. Interesting. Yeah. Cool. Funny story. I started out kind of in accounting, which is weird because I have a degree in music, which doesn't make any sense because uh-huh. you don't think those go together. And I, there was a job. I needed a job. I started working in the, I was the file clerk. So mm-hmm. I like got in the corporate world. Then I started working in accounts payable and a supervisor and all that kind of stuff. So up until I started Farmhouse, I did a lot of accounting, which helps me now in my my you know running the business kind of side of things. But um, was not ever anything I would 
think that I would do and get into because like I hated math and I hated numbers, but it worked out. <laughs> well, and that's a lot of people have told me stories like that. Um, I'm also the deputy clerk for the town of Soma. Oh, okay. And the town clerk, she's been the tw- town clerk for over 10 years now, and she doesn't have any like formal accounting and you know degrees, but she worked in accounting for so long, you just learn it. Mm-hmm. And the thing about accounting is every business has accounting. They have to. So right. somebody has to do it. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people just kind of get thrown into it, whether they like it or not. Yep. And you just learn it. Eventually, it'll help you out in life down the road, hopefully. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> but if you don't want to learn it, you can always pay somebody else to do it for you. Absolutely. <laughs> so what do you like to do for fun? Um, obviously, garden. Mm-hmm. I really like to read. Um, I recently got a Kindle. And I used to be a hands-on book person. I was like, I'm not going to like a Kindle. And then I got it. And now I read three times as much as I did before because it's so easily accessible. Um, like I said, we live on the river. We live over by the reservoir. So we kayak a lot. Okay. We just got kayaks this year and they've been amazing. One of the best investments that I've had in a long time. So anything nature related. I love to hike, be outside. Uh, the winter months around here are kind of tough because we were just talking about there's sunshine today. And I love some sunshine because I love anything to do with outside. What kind of professional organizations are you a part of? Um, I'm a member of the chamber. I'm uh, the founder of the Women's Entrepreneur Society, which is a group I started back in July. We meet once a month at Rosebud, and it's just other women entrepreneurs. Um, Anybody can come. And then I'm a member of Muncie Platinum Networking Group, which is a networking group locally that just started this year. Okay. Um, and then I'm also the deputy clerk for the town of Soma. So okay. I I would like to work my way onto some local boards and things like that. That's something I'm trying to focus on this next year is becoming more in tune with the community because mm-hmm. everything I do is remote. So my clients are all over the country. Right. But I want to shift a lot of my focus to giving back locally to our community. So that's one of my goals this year. Okay. Well, since you have accounting experience, uh, a lot of boards are always looking for people with that kind of experience, I know. <laughs> What's something you wish you had known when you were first starting out? Done is better than perfect. Mm-hmm. I am a perfectionist through and through. And so I get stuck a lot of times on, oh, this isn't perfect. This isn't perfect. Nobody's looking for perfect. They just want done. Mm-hmm. Obviously, in the accounting world, the numbers side, you know, things have to match. Right. But the reports don't have to look fancy. Your marketing doesn't have to be fancy. Uh, I was in Vegas recently for a conference and Ryan Reynolds was the speaker. And he talked about fast advertising when it comes to marketing and how people think for so long by the time they implement things, things have moved on. Right. And so just getting things done, getting putting yourself out there and getting things out there is way better than having it perfect. If someone were to play you in a movie, who would it be? Probably Kimberly J. Brown. Okay. She's not as well known, but she is from the movie Halloween Town, which is one of my favorites growing oh, okay. up. And I've heard over the years that we look similar. So I think she'd be really good at that. Okay. Well, excellent. I like that. What's your favorite band or artist? Um, that's a tough one. I would say probably Stevie Nicks. Okay. Just, I love her whole vibe, everything about her, all of her music. Uh, but I like all music in general, so it's hard to pinpoint just one. Okay. That's all right. Well, we'll let you. Are you an early bird or a night owl? Definitely an early bird. Okay. We're normally in bed by 9, 10 o'clock at the latest, and I laugh because I'm like, is this what old people do? I guess I'm old, but put me, but I'm also up, you know, the sun comes up, I'm up before the sun most days, so definitely an early bird. All right. This one might be hard for you, but what's your favorite book? (sighs) That's difficult. Um, I don't know that I have one book that I recommend. 
Um, I like all kinds of books. I'm currently reading We Should All Be Millionaires by Rachel Rogers. Okay. And it is a great self-help book um, all about money, but it's very easy to read. And I like when books like that are easy to read. Okay. All right. Have you ever met anyone famous? Not that I can think of, but my younger sister is a police officer down in Nashville, Tennessee. Okay. And when she first got that job, she actually pulled over Kane Brown. And when she pulled him over, she said, as I was walking up to the car, he has a big microphone on his hand tattooed. So she said, I noticed the tattoo and was like, there's no way this is him. She said, and when he, when I walked up to him, I said, do you know who you are? (laughs) I was like, you asked him that? And she was like, that's all that came out of my mouth, sis. And so I said, did you get me an autograph? And she was like, no, I'm not allowed to do that. So she got to meet Kane Brown, perks of being a police officer, I guess. I didn't get an autograph out of the deal, but. That's all right. I can say by association. Exactly. You know, it six, works for me. Six degrees of separation. Yes, right? exactly. Perfect. <laughs> What's your guilty pleasure? Um, Probably scrolling TikTok. Okay. I get stuck in the scroll, but then I go down the rabbit holes, and I can get stuck in that for a while. <laughs> I can, too. What mm. is your favorite movie? Uh, Practical Magic. Okay. Easy. It's been one of my favorites forever. And anything with Sandra Bullock, I think, is good. So Perfect. What's your hidden talent? Something you're good at that people might not know. I don't know that I can think of anything. I'm The things that I'm good at, I make sure people know that I'm good at. Okay, good. So All right. We're not hiding it anymore. We are not hiding it. Perfect. I like that. Good. What's your most used emoji on your phone? The black heart. Oh, the black heart. Yes. Okay. Yes. I, um, all, everything I do, you know, is kind of a witchy vibe. And so I feel like everybody uses all the other colorful hearts, but the black heart kind of gets left behind. So I like to use the black heart. Excellent. I just got a black Christmas tree because a (gasps) friend of mine was selling it on like a pallet resale site Uh or whatever. And I'm like, you know what? The 10 year old, she's like in her gothy witch phase or whatever. Yes. And I'm like, I can lean into that. That's cool. So we got a black Christmas tree and we're going to put like black and silver ornaments on Ooh. it. And we're just going to go into like our whole goth black witchy phase. You can Christmas. do so much with a black Christmas tree though. <laughs> like we have a black Christmas tree and normally I have purple bulbs on it, but you can do so much with that and it just adds a completely different look than here's a green one. Right. Matt used to have a white Christmas tree when I first met him and it was white with colored lights and then colored bulbs and I was like that's the most hideous thing I've ever seen it was a funfetti Christmas tree it was terrible (laughs) and when we got married and I moved in I was like nope nope that's that one's gotta go so (laughs) now he's like now we have a you got rid of my white Christmas tree you gave us a green one and now we have a black one I'm like come on just roll with it it's fine it's all good we're just switching it up we're just trying it around next year we might be back to the green but it's fine who cares yes (laughs) so tell me something that's on your bucket list um, I would like to visit all 50 states with my husband. We set, we visited several before we got married, but we kind of have this plan to visit them all as a married couple. Okay. So uh, we got married down in Tennessee, so it was kind of like, that's our first bucket list. You know, we'll start there and then mm-hmm. work our way around. We're only up to about 12 right now, that's but right. we'll get there. You got plenty of time. Yes. <laughs> yes. We'll How long there. have you guys been married? Six years. Okay. Yeah. But we've been together since high school, so... Forever. Forever and ever. Forever and ever at this point. Yep. I get it. I get it. What gets you truly excited about life? Probably just nature and the outdoors and the ability to to breathe fresh air and touch the grass and all of the things nature provides. Okay. What do you want to be remembered for? Helping people find whatever their magic is. 
That's I really enjoy, whether it's with numbers, whether it's just helping them through tough times. Once people understand who they are and what their magic is, and they step into that, it's life-changing. Perfect. What does success mean to you? Uh, to me, success is freedom. And that's different for everybody. Uh, for me, it's time freedom, being able to do what I want, when I want, and not have to worry about whether or not the bills are paid or having to go clock in somewhere. Um, for some people, that might just be being able to work from home. But whatever freedom is, I think freedom and success go hand in hand. Perfect. All right. So I know you started a podcast recently. Is that We kind of talked about that beforehand. You want to tell me a little bit about that? Yeah. So uh, I started a podcast. I launched it in October, and it's called Money and Magic. And we talk all things personal finance with little hints of magic sprinkled in there. Um, my sixth episode actually came out today that we're recording this. Um, and then I have several leading up for, they come out bi-weekly. Okay. So, um, I plan on doing that for the foreseeable future. Okay. What made you decide to start a podcast? Uh, I get a lot of questions about people that want money coaching help and things like that, but they can't afford it or they're not there yet. And so I wanted to be able to provide free resources for people to kind of start their money journey and get that going. But I think of things a little differently. You can go to Google and find a budget just about anywhere. Um, I dig into the kind of like psychological sides of it and the emotional spending and all of that that people don't want to think about but mm -hmm. have to. And um, so I was like, how can I put this in a format that people are going to uh, understand the most. And to me, podcasts do that. You can listen to it when you're cleaning. You can listen to it when you're driving. It's it's super easy. You can re-listen to it. And so I was like, I'm just going to start a podcast and put that information out there and see what happens. Okay, perfect. As from one podcaster to another, congratulations. Thank uh, you. Did you did you know about podcasting or how to put it together before you started? Or how did, how did walk um, me through that? I knew about podcasts because right. I listen to all kinds of podcasts. Right. Um, and then I had wanted to start one for a really long time, but the research that went into what do I need to record on? How do I edit and all of the things. So I just kind of put it off. And one of my clients started a podcast and she's like, I have this great podcast manager. And so I actually hired her and she helped me launch my first three episodes. And that kind of showed me the ropes. Um, I'm also a researcher. So I researched all of the different things. Mm -hmm. um, and so I decided done is better than perfect. We're just going to wing it and I can always change things later. And so it was kind of a mix of me finding it out and my podcast manager helping. Perfect. Excellent. My podcast manager was my husband. <laughs> <laughs> we both used to work in radio in years past. So we, uh, he knows, and he's a DJ on the side and everything. So he knows how, he knows like the microphones and the setup and all of that. And There's a lot to podcasting. Yeah. And, and one thing I didn't even think about that my podcast manager mentioned was, you know, advertising your podcast. Like mm -hmm. you can put it out there, but you know, if you're going to market it and social media graphics and all of that, I hadn't even thought of any of that. Yep. I was too focused on my microphone and what software am I going to use and all of that. So it was nice having her to kind of say, well, this is, you know, the extra stuff that I add. Yeah. And it becomes a lot sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> but once you get a groove and you're like, okay, this is what I need to do. And it, it, it works out, but I, yeah. And sometimes we still fall behind the eight ball. Like 
we went on vacation and we had you know several of them lined up ready to go right and then and for like two weeks once we got back but then I was like oh wait we didn't schedule anybody <laughs> for, for the th- third week coming back or whatever so yeah well and then in my case I don't have guests yet right. so you know I can just record at the drop of a hat in your right. guys's case it's like oh do we have guests lined up you know are they scheduled if you don't have people scheduled then you're tr- okay what are we going to do instead so you have to plan ahead you've had a plan yeah yes. and, we, and we used to Matt and I used to do this together we would do the interviews together so it's finding time that works for our guest and for me and for Matt so coordinating three schedules was like a lot which is why we do it this way now <laughs> this makes so much more sense. it's more sense it's more streamlined it's all it's all good so perfect well, congratulations on your podcast. Everybody go check that out wherever you get your podcast. Yes. <laughs> well, thanks so much for being our guest today. We really appreciate it. It was awesome being here. Thanks for having me. No problem. Thanks for stopping by the farmhouse. Bye. So I got a question for you. Okay. Maybe I have an answer. Do you pee in the pool? No. What about the ocean? Absolutely. Every time. <laughs> Every time. As you know, we recently went on a cruise. My first cruise, your second cruise. Yes, was my you first had one a, like in a twenty, 20 year years span between cruises and, and a different husband on each. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, but throw that that in there. Well, anyway, I found out that uh, you know I'm 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 not a big peer in the pool, peer in the ocean. Like I don't pee in water I, other than <laughs> you know the toilet or outside. So that's okay. that's just me. That's my preference. <laughs> Of where to urinate. But somebody on the other end of this microphone mm-hmm. has to pee in the ocean every time she's in it. Yes, I do. And I thought you knew this about me because I when, did not know this when about you. we were in Hawaii getting married the first time. That was like 10 years ago. <laughs> getting married the first time. Getting married. 13 years ago. <laughs> 13 years ago. I remember being in the ocean at tunnels beach where it like pummeled the heck oh out of yeah me. that you got pummeled there yeah but then i remember you were like off this way and you were like what are you doing come over here and i was like i'm being <laughs> and you were like that's well, stay weird over there. stay over there then <laughs> so you're like that's weird so but like everybody pees in the ocean <laughs> <laughs> that's what you go that's what's in your head you go yes. in the ocean to pee <laughs> <laughs> all right so so backing up a little bit so yeah, I maybe I know this about you, but <laughs> you had, it also grosses me out knowing be, that hey, my wife goes out there and takes a leak. Oh, it's not like I'm taking a dump. I'm peeing. I'm glad you don't take a dump in the ocean, but of course, fish pee in the ocean, right? And, fish and they take dumps in the ocean. Well, so yeah. when you have, feel that sand, stop between it. That's your, gross. Don't. No, that's oh. why I don't like the ocean anyway. Like <laughs> I don't like to. I don't. I'm not a big ocean person. But when okay, we were on this cruise, right? Yes. We go to the beach, right? You're like wearing Matt Howell wears tennis shoes to the beach, first of all. <laughs> yeah, I had changed into my flip flop. <laughs> but you had your, we were walking in our, your tennis shoes and whatever. And then I'm like, all right, let's get in the ocean. You're like, no, I don't need to. I was like, we're here. Yeah, I really didn't need to. Like, I'm like we're I, here. We, you cannot come to the Bahamas and not get in the ocean. I can put my feet in or whatever, but I don't need to go all the way out and swim with a bunch of peers. Well, well you need to be. You need to get <laughs> in the. You need to be in the ocean. Every, every port you go to, you have to get in the ocean, and you also have to pee in the ocean because that's just what you do. Like people go, like you don't see. I mean, you do see <laughs> bathrooms and stuff like at public beaches. Yeah, but like nobody uses those to pee. You just. You, you just feel, go. You feel the urge, the motion of the ocean. You go out and you'll pee. I think <laughs> our audience is going to be split on this. 
Everyone pees in the ocean. I'm telling you. It's like what it's there for. So I want to hear from everybody. nature's bathroom. I want to hear from everybody <laughs> this week of whether or not peeing in the ocean is something you do. You like do? Like it's your thing or I'm not saying like this is not. a personality trait of mine. I'm just saying. If you're desperate, I can see it. But no. you're saying you're, I'm not even desperate. I'm just, oh, there I went. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna, the ocean's there. I'm going to pee because you pee in the ocean. That's what you do. Back me up, people. Dirty pee, human. Pee That's what I'm in saying. the ocean. Pee in the ocean. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Gone Boss. Be sure to check us out at goneboss.com or hashtag goneboss. We're on Instagram at goneboss2k or you can find us on Facebook just by searching Gone Boss. If you like what you heard today, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you find your podcasts. We're brought to you today by our sponsor, Forbidden Fruit Tattoo and Piercing on McGalliard in Muncie. Have a great rest of your day and don't forget to tune in next week to find out who has Gone, gone Boss. boss.